great Scott. Are you a sports fan who loves to have a good laugh? Oh, yeah. Then you're in the right place. I'm going to make him an offer again. Life moves pretty fast. Welcome to the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles podcast, a podcast of top culture where everyone has a story. I have a special guest this week. You've seen her on YouTube, Red Mega Hit Cobra Kai as Yasmin and Elisa Cochran. And Elisa, how you doing? Great. How are you doing? Thanks so much for having me. Oh, no problem. What's uh, what's going on with you? What's new with you? You know, um, I'm just hanging out. I actually just recently took a road trip up with friends to my home state of Washington. So I'm kind of in the middle of summer, enjoying it, waiting for season two to come out. <laughs> yeah. Um, just like the rest of all of us. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're uh, you're from Seattle, correct? Yeah, yeah. I went to high school out there, and then moved down to LA afterwards um, for college and to pursue pursue this acting thing. Yeah. So uh, what made what made you uh, pursue into the whole acting thing? I always wanted to when I was little, and um, my parents worked for a nonprofit, so I grew up in India, and I just always grew up watching Hollywood TV shows and movies and, you know, it was such this amazing kind of platform um, to have influence and to be able to uh, play another character and just be in those shoes and, and gain empathy and everything. And it just really spoke to me, that lifestyle. Um, I mean, being on set is like being with family. It's like summer camp, everyone always says. And so just all of it appealed to me. So I wanted to do it since I was about eight years old. And, um, of course, the parents push school and all that, which I'm really glad for now. Um, but the minute I could get away from it, I was like, I'm, I'm going to pursue it. Yeah. So I wanted to do it since I was little. Did you, uh, when you went to college, did you um, study acting or did you have like a, another uh, field you went into? Yeah, yeah. I actually, I studied theater. I went to Willow Marymount University, shout out. And, <laughs> and I um, studied theater as my major and then I had a minor in film studies. Um, and then it was, it was great because LMU gave me the freedom to be able to start auditioning and reach out to agents and managers and kind of do all that while in school, which I know that a lot of schools don't necessarily kind of give their students that freedom. Yeah. So it was a great school just for that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> how, how was it uh, growing up in Seattle? seems like it's a really nice area to visit. Oh, my gosh. Have you been there? No, no. I'm I'm calling, I'm calling from Massachusetts, so oh. I'm I'm a, I'm a huge Patriots fan. I know you're a Seahawks fan. Oh, of course. Oh, we're gonna have some. Uh, I don't know if we can continue this. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, Massachusetts. Never been there. Where great things. Would love to go. But yeah, um, Seattle. Seattle's amazing. If you ever have a chance to go out there, it's just it's gorgeous. It's um, it just rains a lot. That's not an exaggeration, but summertime like right now it's one of the most beautiful places um and it's a great place to call home you know like la is this wonderful city but it's nice to be able to get away once in a while and go home as they call it and yeah the old friends and everything so seattle was great but Hmm. definitely glad glad to be living in la now yeah do you uh do you see yourself ever moving back to seattle do you think you're going to be an la girl forever because of your career I know. <laughs> That's always like a question. My mom my mom grew up in Manhattan Beach. So it's like for her, she's really glad to see me go back to LA and kind of back to her roots. And I think 
I don't know. I think the dream is to be able to be able to like act while not necessarily living in LA. Like maybe I don't know if I go back up to Seattle. Maybe like go up to visit. But um, I don't know. I want to. I want to live so many places. You know, I'd love to live internationally for a while again, or even the East Coast. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you, living on the East Coast is like. So yeah. do you, do you it was s- fun. Um, I'd never been down. Hmm? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Well, just Cobra Kai filmed in Atlanta, and so that was really fun because I got to be in Atlanta for a few months, and I never really explored um, any of the South, and so I got to go down to like South Carolina and um, North Carolina, and it was just really such different. Every part of the United States is just so different and wonderful in its own way. Yeah, do you fun s- to explore. Do you see yourself, you know, like maybe someday going to like New York or going to London and doing like theater out there? That is the dream. Yeah. I one day I would love I because I grew up doing theater, so that I think was definitely my first love and my first passion. So one day, if I was able to, even West End, I can do. I think I could do a pretty good British accent if I could like go play on West End and um, a show or Broadway. Oh, yeah. That would be the absolute dream. So yeah. hopefully one day I'd love to live in you know multiple cities for multiple times like multiple weeks or months or something and then go to the next place. Yeah. It's just so exciting, all the possibilities. Yeah, I've, uh, I lived in Greece for a few years. My parents are from there, so I was able to see some of Europe. <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah. Have yeah. You, have, you, have you been to How Europe? How old were you when you did that? Um, I, went school, I, I went to school there from first grade to fourth grade, so four years. Yeah. Do you speak? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I speak. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm fluent you... in Greek. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I noticed your last name. I'm, I'm afraid to butcher it right <laughs> now, but <laughs> but I noticed, and I was like, that's definitely sounds very Greek. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Would you go back, or have you been back? Uh, I've I've visited a few times. Yeah, I wouldn't go back to live there now because I'm married here and I have kids, and it would be difficult to just get up and move. Um. Do you remember, what was your first gig? Yeah, my first, oh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was, um, I did a first TV thing, right? Or movie. Oh, I did actually, the very first thing I did was a Lifetime movie. Okay. (laughs) If if anyone has seen it, it's called The Bride He Bought Online. Very, very Lifetime-esque. Definitely, you know, thriller. um, But it was super, it was, the first time that I truly, like I'd done little student films and everything, but it was the first time that I got to be on a fully working set and, um, you know, what some terms that they use, like first team, fly on first team, and you have stand-ins, and it was my first time dealing with that and having my own trailer. And I just remember it was the most exciting thing in the world to get that phone call. It's always the best feeling, getting a phone call that you booked a job. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one of the best things. It's like this high that you can't, an elation that comes. So I think that's my first thing. And then I did a few TV things afterwards, um, which was great. And yeah. then, yeah. I, um, I saw that you you, know, you you did Modern Family and you did a few other TV shows too. Yes. Yeah. I feel really just, I had, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I just feel really... Um, not blessed because I hate the hashtag blessed thing that goes around, but I feel really, really fortunate that um, I had a great team surrounding me. And so they kind of got me and I got to do a lot of different types of shows too, 
which ultimately I would love to do both drama and comedy. Um, I just have great loves for both. And so in the beginning I was able to do, you know, I did Modern Family and then the next month I did Major Crimes. And it was a nice little, um, nice little way to work on different sets. You know, they were small roles, but an ability to kind of see how different sets worked and yeah. understand the process. Yeah. And uh, I think then it just really prepared me for kind of like the bigger roles that, that came afterwards. Yeah. Well, it's good, I guess, to, you know, try a little bit of everything just to see like what you feel more comfortable in too. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's really interesting because every set they, I mean, they're all the basically the same, but they're also run so differently. Um, so it's kind of, it was just interesting to see, you know, how going to work for this one was and going to work for that one. And then also kind of, you know, ultimately like I, try i'm trying to create my own stuff as well and so like how i want to run a set just getting to work with a lot of different directors like i want to keep learning from different directors and their styles and um yeah so that was really really exciting to be able to see that and do that and i hope to keep doing that as well yeah so cobra kai tell us about that tell us about like how you approach your audition and everything yeah yeah cobra kai was a fun one i kind of I had seen Karate Kid, but I didn't quite realize. I did my research before, and I, I saw that it was a sequel. But you know, there were there's so many reboots and sequels being made that I was, I was not scared, but I was very apprehensive approaching it just because I was like, okay, this is going to be just another, you know, reboot or sequel that doesn't get made very well and whatever. I had no idea though, just kind of the the brilliance and the genius of the show. You know, and you obviously you can't see that from the first audition. I didn't get the script or anything, but um, I remember getting it. And it's, you know, Yasmin in that first kind of the first little bit of the show, she's just a through and through mean girl. And so I was like, okay, like I know how to do this. I kind of, um, I've played the mean girl before. The first role that I did was kind of the mean girl, but she's an interesting character. And hopefully we can see a bit more of her backstory because her backstory, just like how she became the way she is and why she feels the need to bully others so mercilessly. Um, that was, that's what I found really interesting about her and that's how I made her human because I think to play these characters I have to, more than anybody, I have to one, like them two, believe in them, right? Yeah. You know, because I'm stepping into their shoes and I'm taking up what they do and so to be able to get into that mindset of that, you know, just very clouded judgment and fear and hatred that she has it was really having to explore what she is and who she is yeah. um, so I remember that first audition you know, I just did, did some research did some research into what I thought her backstory was. I had a little bit off to go on what they call the character breakdown. But um, doing a little bit more of that and then just kind of rehearsing it. And one thing, because I think I come from theater, physicality is really important to me. So I think that Yasmin has a very, she's kind of like a rich girl. She has a very interesting physicality to her. And so, um, you know, I remember approaching that in the audition. And yeah, all things help, you know, in an audition, like the costume helps. And then um, I always, I always try to be memorized. And so, yeah, yeah. it was, it was a very pro fast process too. Yeah. What do you think? They, is, um, they what, were moving pretty quickly. And What do you think is the biggest challenge of uh, playing Yasmin? I think kind of what I just went into, I think truly making her human. Yeah. Because I think that she... You know, she's so, some of her lines, she can be so kind of cruel and it can be almost like, it's, it, I mean, it's fun watching it back. I'm like, I don't even sometimes recognize myself because I'm like, wow, you are so evil. That is such an evil character. But that's, I think, what I was 
striving and like hope to keep striving to do is just continue like make her human and show that not everyone is black and white just as we you know in the original karate kid movies you know you are not a big fan of johnny and now you get to see him kind of what he's had to go through and what his life is and you're almost rooting for him now and um it's a fun i don't know it's it's a fun definitely challenging approach to a character and how to play a character and um so I think that was probably the hardest part. Just, I had know, these little scenes and making her, making her. Yeah. yeah. I had Hannah on the podcast a few weeks ago, and she mentioned that you guys, you guys are being called the Mean Girls. Of course. <laughs> yes, yes, we totally are. It's so fun. I had no idea the reach of this show, and it is so fun to see on Instagram and everything. Like people just have their own opinions of us Mean Girls, and like to see. I mean, also just. It's amazing to me to see like the goodness of people. Like people are doing fan art, and it's so cool. And I mean, even being able to do podcasts for the show. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's just so fun to be like one of the mean girls, and then also be able to talk about why I was one of the mean girls. You know, yeah. um, have, very much. We're like, hello. If they make a remake of Mean Girls, we should play in it. <laughs> have you had fans come up to you and like have ask you, you like, why are you so mean? <laughs> that I've had. I had one person, uh, one person recognize me from Copa, or come up to me at least and recognize me from Copa Kai so far. And they were, it was really cute. There were two, two younger boys and they were almost afraid to approach me. And it was kind of their mom that was, I don't know if that was because of, um, Yasmin, but their mom was kind of pushing them towards and they didn't ask me anything, but <laughs> I was like, I wanted to be like, I'm swear I'm not that mean in real life at all. <laughs> Nowhere close to it. Please come up and approach me. Yeah. But it was that was that was fun. That was yeah. definitely fun to do and say and see. Yeah. I mean, it's a great... yeah. So if anyone anyone out there listening, you see me, please please come up and say hi. I love it. So cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the great thing about the show is you know not you know like you said you know you you feel bad about Johnny and everything, but it also tackles like issues that you know that we have around these days. You know, you have like social media bullying and like you know any type of bullying. You know, and it's good to like people can see yeah. this to see like, you know, this is the world that we live in these, these days. Yeah. And it's just, I, with this whole kind of new era of social media that we have, it's so sad because bullying is taken on such a, such just like a heightened level. You know, it used to be that if you were teased at school or something, you could go home and have sanctuary and now it's like these poor kids are growing up in a world where they're never left alone. Yeah. You go to school and, and kids are mean, and then you go home and you read comments on social media and, you know, this kind of everyone's comparing themselves to each other and there's such judgment now. I mean, it's really going to be, I just, it's very interesting to see, like, how we are going to continue as a society moving through this issue of cyberbullying and bullying in general and um just as a society hopefully come together you know because yeah. that does not create for anything um no, that, it does not create for anything you know yeah, that's exactly like I, one, or, one of yeah. the one of the topics that i've brought up with my wife you know my kids are young right now but you, you never know what can happen down the road but it's like when we used to go home that was it yeah. you, didn't, you didn't hear anything How about the bullying i have a three-year-old daughter and a eight-month-old boy right yeah Right. So, so it's, yeah. only, it's only going to get and worse and worse older. for them. Like, yeah. yeah. It's only going to get worse before it gets better. And it's exactly. like, you just want to say it gets so much better. But I remember being in middle school and high school and that's all you can see. Yep. You know, it's just that world in front of you. You don't have any idea of like the possibilities or how people 
are good at heart. They really, I, well, I want to believe that. Most yeah. people are good at heart. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a scary thing now and how to deal with that. And if the kids don't, you know, if they don't tell the parents, um, that's a very, very different thing as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Have you um have you seen a show called Big Little Lies? What is it? It's called Big Little Lies. I've with heard Reese of it. Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman on HBO. Yeah, my wife. Well, my wife actually said she wants of, to watch um, that. Yeah, yeah, and it it totally deals just with the issue of kids bullying and then, you know, not telling their parents. Jeez. And it's so sad. And hopefully, we can continue figuring out ways and just being aware and attentive yeah. to that. And yeah. Do you have a favorite scene on Cobra Kai that you were in? <laughs> I just any time that all of us got to be together on set. So even like even the really small lunchroom scenes were so fun. Um, but definitely there's I think two that stand out. One was the pool scene um, in episode two, just because we all got to hang out by this gorgeous pool in Atlanta, and um, you know it was just all of your friends together, you know? Yeah. Um, and then also, <laughs> I think just a favorite was the wedgie scene. <laughs> it was just so much fun to play. And they, um, I, they had a body double, but then we didn't really end up using her because they figured out a way to attach a harness. And I remember reading the script and I was, I was, I did not understand how it was going to work. I was like, <laughs> okay, I get a wedgie. How are they going to film that? Okay. And then it ended up, it's such an empower. I talked about this um, with someone else, but it's such an empowering moment for Aisha. Yeah. You know, and like Nicole and I are great friends, but it was like, I felt so bad for being so mean to her character the entire way through that it kind of, it was just this powerful moment. We filmed it, it was the last scene that we filmed of the entire season. And it was like, yes, go Aisha. Like <laughs> kick Yasmin's butt. It was uh it was fun. What about yeah. you? Do you favorite scene? There's so many that uh, I wasn't a part of that are the, my favorite. The wow. one that was really huge that it was the actually the cafeteria fight. Yes, of course. Oh, it's so badass. Yeah. Oh, when Shola. Oh, when he stands up on that um, freaking table, and there's that look between him and uh, Mary's character, Mary Mouse's character. Yeah. And was, uh, Samantha. Yeah. It's so cute too. Yeah, I mean, I had I had Joe on the podcast, and he was a great guy to talk to. And we actually talked about that scene. He goes, it was like, and I told him, I think that was like the biggest, the turning point for the show was that scene right there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's, I've, I feel like why people have attached to it so much is because it's that story of the underdog. Yeah. It really is. And that was the moment that the underdog, you know, all of a sudden he's aware of just, his own capabilities and power in this world as yeah. like, we want to make everyone aware of like what they are capable of. And so, yeah, I agree. That was totally a turning point. Yeah. Tell us Even a- like watching it because I, yeah. Yeah. Um, tell us about this. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was like, tell us about the scene that one of my favorite scenes with you actually is when you guys hit Johnny Lawrence's car. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. So iconic. Like yeah. what? Yeah, I. It was the it was the very first scene we filmed, and I remember uh, meeting Billy uh, William Zabka, uh, and it was a, such a surreal moment. I, you know, he's he's Johnny Lawrence, and I was playing this character that's hitting this like famous car as well. Um, 
And, yeah, that was just a really, really fun scene to play. The three of us girls being able to, we had a stunt driver and anything and everything, but they kind of let me, in the end, drive a little bit. And uh, <laughs> it was just the first kind of delve into Yasmin as a character and who she was. And so it was just a really fun scene to be able to play with. And, you know, it set the tone. Yeah. It definitely set the tone. And when I was watching it, it was kind of like, oh my gosh, I forgot that that was the very first scene that I'm shown and the first scene we filmed. And uh, we filmed it, though. I always thought it was funny. Just the entire show, you know, it's meant to be in Zeno in Los Angeles. And we filmed it in Atlanta. And I remember being like, how are they going to make this look like Los Angeles? And I couldn't tell a difference. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah. where, where do you see your character for season two? What are you hoping for? I I have no idea, but <laughs> I'm hoping, um, I remember, like I said, there was talk about what made her who she is. So there was talk maybe about going into her parents and her home life. Okay. Um, because I think that her and Samantha's, I don't think the relationship is over. I think there's something there between the two of them that needs to either be worked out or, I mean, it's, it's weirdly fun being able to play a villain. So I could see it either being very fun to like end up being this kind of like arch nemesis of Samantha and like me trying to get revenge and get my back on her and all of Cobra Kai. Or I would love it if there was a way that I could learn some karate and be able to be a part of a dojo Maybe, like, I don't know. I don't know how, but I think it would be so fun if all of a sudden Yasmin comes back and she's kicking butt. Um, yeah. So hopefully yeah. we'll see some of that happen. Who knows, though, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I want to see. I'm, like, it's so fun to see what, like, fans think as well is going to happen and, uh, you know, see some of their, like, Twitter reactions or Instagram reactions and I'm like, yes, that, that. I want that. Yeah. Well, the way That's it, the way too. Cobra Kai ended, you know, now that you have Martin Cove's character come back, you're like, what is Johnny going to do? Is he going to stay with him? Is he going to just keep doing his thing? You know, yeah. there's so many possibilities of a storyline they can do. Oh yeah, and I, uh, I'm sure everyone heard, but they've they've opened the writers' room for season two, and then uh, Martin Cove did get he's. I mean, this isn't a spoiler because it's out there on the news, but he's confirmed as a series regular, so yeah. who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's kind of a fun... It's fun. Yeah. If you could work with one person on TV or a movie, who would it be and why? Ooh, I love this question. Um, I would have to say, oh, I have always loved Michael Caine. Um and I, I remember I've watched, he has a YouTube video of just uh, him teaching an acting for film class. I remember watching it over and over again and trying to pick up those little things that he said. And I mean, he's such an iconic character. He's so talented in everything that he does. And in some way, if he's playing my grandpa or <laughs> something, yeah. I would love to work with him one day. I mean, there's so many others, but he's kind of the first name just because he was just so integral part of my childhood and the movies I loved and everything. What are some, so, what are one you, day, what are some of your favorite movies with him? Um, I mean, I would say the um, Dark Knight Batman trilogy. Okay. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels yes. when he was younger. Steve, um, Steve Martin. That's a great movie. Yeah. Right? It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's... Uh, it's just him and Hilarious. Steve Martin yeah. working together. It was just a funny movie. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- now I feel like I need to go on another. I need to go rewatch all of them. <laughs> you know, I like talk, like I haven't really. I haven't seen some of his other ones, all of his. And so yeah, I need to go watch. So you did Heather's <laughs> for this coming out this summer movie, too. Though. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, it was an amazing experience. It's also it's um, based on the 1986 movie, and um, it's very much set in modern day, satire of modern day. Um, and that was an amazing experience. I literally got to jump from working with a great cast of people on a great show to Cobra Kai. So it was kind of 2017 was just this great, great year of working. Um, unfortunately, I think um, Paramount Network recently let it go and so they're kind of shopping it around to other networks uh hoping for a pickup somewhere else but um hopefully that'll get picked up somewhere you know fingers crossed (laughs) but that was also just an incredible experience so i hope that like the world gets to see that show as well because i think the writers on that are brilliant and they really that show has just a lot of different aspects to it as well that i think would be very successful with the audience. So hopefully, do you have <laughs> like come a, out? Do you have a dream role? Like, what do you hope that you play? That you could, is there a certain person you want to play someday, or just like you know, on TV or a movie? Yeah, I would love to play um, in f- film, especially, and I would love to play kind of. I love being able to tell the stories of people whose stories aren't able to be told just for whatever reason um and i find a lot of i think growing up in india and just seeing the amount of poverty that um is across the world you know whether it's slums in india or the homelessness population in la um but being able maybe to tell a story of you know someone i think that middle america doesn't always get their stories told so you know whether it has to deal with um a young pregnancy and kind of what her, what she goes through or someone with drugs and getting out of that kind of life. There's so many amazing stories out there. I mean, you read about these stories in the news every day and it's, it's just interesting as a human species, we are so drawn to kind of the dark and morbid in a way. Um, Like why do we love crime shows and true crime? Uh, (laughs) And so speaking to that, like I wouldn't be able to tell, uh, yeah, maybe a true crime story, but with, an ending that like can uplift and inspire people. Cause I really, I am. Yeah. That's what really speaks to me. You don't want being do, able to just spread encouragement and yeah. positivity. You don't want to do like a, like a, so. one of those movies where a cliffhanger at the end and people are mad. <laughs> oh, I mean, I would also love to do those cause I think those are so fun to play with an audience yeah. perspective and what they expect. <laughs> but I would also, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to do an action movie as well. Um, I know that Tomb Raider was just redone with Alicia Vikander, but something, something like that. Maybe another, some kind of superhero. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what's out there. <laughs> what's a but, yeah? What's a fun, fun. Fa- What's a fun fact about you that you want the listeners to to know about you? Wait, sorry. Can you say that question one more time? Is, what is a fun fact about you that you want the listeners to? get to know about you Ooh, oh i like this question i um i guess i could say well i skipped second grade when i was living in india but very much so i used to be this kind of smart kid and now i'm very much not um <laughs> now i'm very much your 
just on the same wavelength as everyone else. Um, yeah, but I think that's kind of a fun fact. I skipped a grade when in India. Um, I backpacked across Europe. I'm trying to think of nice. a really good question that I would think of a better answer to. <laughs> Did you have a favorite part in uh, Europe that you enjoyed visiting? Yeah, I absolutely, I mean, we already talked a little about a little bit about London, but I loved London. Um, and I kind of did the whole, and Dublin, I did the whole backpacking um, experience where you kind of backpack from hostel to hostel and you kind of don't know where you're going next. And um, definitely London, Dublin, and Berlin stuck out to me the most, just because of the people I met. Um, that was the greatest thing, getting to meet and experience so many different cultures and people from surrounding cultures. My um, One of my roommates just did Southeast Asia, Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, and um, I'd love to do that as well. Yeah. There's something about the backpacking hostel community. Everyone's so welcoming and open. And so, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful community to be a part of. Um, now, you've done a few podcasts and everything. What's one thing you wish you got asked on a podcast that you'd never been asked? Ooh, good question. Um, I wish, wish somebody had asked me where in the world I would love to go to next. Because I love traveling. Traveling is such a huge part of my life. Hello? Yep. Yeah. And where would it be? Oh, sorry about that. Um, I would have to say New Zealand. I'm a huge... I was a huge Lord of the Rings fan as a kid, okay. and so and still, yeah. and so I would love to go visit. They have um, the Shire. They left up a lot of the Hobbit holes and sets, and I would love to go visit that. I'd love to visit Auckland. I'd love to um, get in a van, Queenstown, get in a van and travel across them all. Yeah. Do you have any upcoming future? So, what about you? Oh, I've never been asked a question on a podcast. Yeah. What place <laughs> Where would I want to visit? Yeah, I would exactly. love exactly. See, where would you I... like to travel next? I would like to go to Italy. Oh, yes. Oh, that'd be amazing. Or Spain. Maybe even Spain. Sip some wine in the Italian countryside. Exactly. Oh, Spain. Yeah. Yes. Good choices. Now that you say that, I'm like, wow, there's so many options. There's a tons of options. That's, a, that's a, actually that's a, tough, that's a tough question because like, even like Australia would sound nice too. Right? That'd be amazing. Yeah. Travel across and Australia is so large too. There's so much to do there. Yeah, like you could have all kinds of vacations in Australia. Yeah. Do, you, do Do you have any upcoming projects that you want to tell the listeners about that you want to promote? Yeah, yeah. I have um, a movie coming out soon called Confessional, and uh, a very it's an amazing movie. Um, told, it's definitely a horror thriller. Mostly all told through the perspective of um, a little confessional booth. And we as the audience are um, in a camera. And so we as actors are essentially laying out our confessions as to um, why and maybe who killed a few people. And it's a very, very interesting um, movie that's coming out hopefully soon to, uh, yeah, we'll see. Netflix or theaters near you. So everyone keep an eye out for that. And then, of course, Cobra Kai season two. Everyone, everyone better watch out for that. Oh yeah, I think everybody can't wait for sec for season number two. How can the listeners find you on uh, social media? 
Yeah. Um, everyone, you should go check out my Instagram, at Annalisa Cochran, um, and my Twitter, at Annalisa underscore C21. Um, and, yeah, I have a Facebook, too, at Annalisa Cochran, but definitely I think Instagram is the place to go find me, interact with me, send me a DM and tell me that you listen to this podcast, and I will definitely reply and say hey, and um, I'd love to. So, Yeah. I want to personally thank you for coming on, and let's get you back on for season two. Ooh, I'd love that. Thank you so much for reaching out to me and talking to me. This is so fun. It's easy to